Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Crystal Core Radio podcast. Brian and Chris here for Work to Game, bringing you two hot topic stories. Apparently, Final Fantasy XIV players are upset, and I have no idea why. Chris is in the know. We're going to be talking about that. But first, we're going to be talking about returning to Eternum, the new uh, event running over on Twitch with drops, with rewards. And Chris and I have been invited to be a part of the Bald and the Beautiful team. Uh, this is going to be with Redbird, BDLG, Asmogold, Rich Campbell, and a handful of other content creators, who of which I have not committed yet to memory. I saw your boy, Willie, uh, is also on the list as well. So invites have been rolling out. We're excited to be invited. It's going to be running from November the 2nd through November the 18th. Uh, there's going to be some Twitch drops and some unlocks. So just by hanging out on stream, you're going to get uh, access to that or on anybody's stream. Most likely, there's probably going to be a handful of people that you probably watch. So you don't have to watch me. Um, but I, I, am, I am going to take a day off work and, and commit to the uh, that. I was, people kept asking me, like, are you going to do fresh start servers? I was like, no, not planning on it. And then they're like, you want to come play with uh, with Asmogol? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, I guess I could start a new character for that. For that. Uh, Chris, uh, we've obviously been uh, talking about uh, New World. You've played it up to level 30. You were asking when would be a good time to jump back in because now they have the new player experience. Now they got Brimstone Sands. Uh, they've done a lot of work on the game itself. Uh, tell me, what questions do you have? What excitements do you have? What concerns do you have? What are you looking forward to? So um, I told you I had no interest in a fresh start server, right? I, what I liked about New World was that I could pick it up and drop it like Guild Wars and that my progress is just slowly helping me um, towards towards enjoying the game. And so like coming back and re-experiencing something that I did months ago um, made no sense to me. But... I would like to now correct that statement to I will absolutely overcome that with the opportunity to play with some really cool people uh, and be part of a really cool event. So we're going to first start serving this up. But that was not my that's I don't typically do things like that. I, I find the seasonal element of of games um, not my favorite part. I, I admire it. And like I love watching like games done quickly and stuff. But the idea of beating something a 100 times hasn't been my go to experience when there's like new experiences just beyond the horizon. Um, so I tend to jack of all trades, dabble in everything, never repeat anything and never finish anything. I start, uh, there's a lot of problems with it, but it is my method. It's good. It's so, good life goals. <laughs> yeah. I've started everything. I've, <laughs> so, um, don't complete anything. Um, so my, so as we return to Eternum, um, I've got the game updated. Uh, I own the game on steam. First of all, let's just get out in front of the easy questions. Do I need to purchase anything to hop back in? Not at all. Um, there is no subscription fee. There is no pay to win. Uh, literally, you just update the game. The only real cost, like when you try to break it down, is in terms of uh, like the hard drive space that a game would take up. So if you're always short on hard drive space, that's where I could understand somebody be like, all right, what's really the draw? Like, why should you sure. go back and jump in? And uh, for me personally, like having been played it for this last year, uh, the game just continues to get better and better and better. And the new player experience, it's going to be interesting in the long run because the new player experience officially ends after level 25. And then the game kind of becomes what the game has been. So we've seen not only the new zone, which if you've stepped into Brimstone Sands, you know what I'm talking about. People continue to say, wow, Brimstone, like, holy smokes, like this feels like, like Amazon's firing on all cylinders, like such a... So far, people like for a desert zone, people seem to be very pleased with a quote unquote desert zone. 
Uh, yeah. Typically in games, people are like, well, it's a desert. Like, what do you, <laughs> it's, it's void of a, a lot of life, you know, in that regard. Guild Wars Path of Fire Zones are pretty freaking cool. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and then so uh, in terms of that, then you have also seen uh, Monarchs Bluff and Everfall Zones also be given kind of that same level of makeover. So lots of the uh, early parts of the game uh, have been redesigned. So we'll see them. We don't have an ETA, but we do know controller support native is coming. We do know many, many things. There's one thing that's on the li my list that has not been talked about by them, but everything else is like, oh, that's really good. So within the, probably the next I don't know, six months to, you know, a year. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting year too uh, for the game itself. And this is something to kind of kick off that anniversary event. Sure. Obviously you're, uh, they're sponsoring the big streamers. In fact, like if we just kind of scroll down, you can kind of see the goal is that every team's got uh, different objectives or they have the objectives to complete to level up. And then that's going to open it up more. So bald and blue, uh, beautiful. That's, you know, Redbird, Zaru, uh, Gold. They have more, uh, you know, listed over on the, kind of the official news pay, uh, page. And you can see ultimately how uh, much percentage of the goals that they've achieved. And then ultimately everybody's going to get all the rewards that are included. It's just a matter of you unlocking some of the rewards uh, first and foremost. Is this event, uh, I know the answer to some of these or believe I do. Uh, is this event private or will you and I be fighting server queues? Uh, this is private. So generally, the like if you're not invited to the event, you're not going to be fighting server queues on this specific server. After the event, the servers themselves will actually open up. So if it was it's like a live hey, server, it's a live server, but it's private for now, private for now. And then ultimately, that's going to expand and open up once uh, I guess after the 18th, maybe on the 19th itself. I don't have like the specifics of how that transition is going to work. We haven't seen anything like this happen before. And the the theory or like what will be interesting to see is that if this is successful in terms of just both a marketing campaign, but also people have a lot of fun, you can almost start to expect kind of a yearly seasonal okay. server, you know, in that regard. So where, hey, we're getting teams together, we're doing these events, we're doing all this, et cetera. Then it's going to be something that's going to be ultimately interesting. So, um, yeah. Over the last year, I'm you and I have both tried to have experiences in parts of games that we have traditionally just ignored um, so that we can know if we like those things. Sometimes we find we actually really like something uh, like I'm loving story in 14 uh, that I started giving a shot in Shadowbringers. I'm having a blast. Uh, and then some things I'm like, yep, didn't like it. Um, so after this kind of new player experience, the reason I've always avoided these, I didn't understand like, well, then what happens? Do I just keep chasing new, new player experiences? Or is there like crossplay coming to yes. this because the servers have been separate for yes they are actually rolling out crossplay that's the big yeah. uh, announcement that they've shared now it's going to start in specific modes before they continue to open it up it's starting with opr which i actually like when they said opr that's the first thing that they need one of the biggest challenges within uh the game itself and within the server structure is why do you want to go spend time on a uh, a smaller uh, world and because sure. smaller worlds meant being cut off from some of the content opr is a critical component to that so opr is going to be first we still don't have a date for when that crossover play is coming but i would suspect that whenever you start hearing devs actively talk about it in terms of mode that in my mind i start thinking about ah, three to six months ends up feeling like a good estimate because that means they've already done a lot of the underlying work we've already seen a lot of the underlying work brought in the group finder for example already brought in with the understanding that there's going to be cross-play. It's just not enabled. So you'll probably see it as OPR. You'll probably then see it for arenas. Uh, then you'll see it for the dungeons. And then ultimately, I think you'll see it for the worlds themselves. But again, the rest of those things, I don't have a dates 
on when that's going to happen, but that's going to alleviate a lot of server queue frustrations because if you can play with your friends, which ultimately that's what people want to do. You've talked about this numerous times. Like if you're ever between MMOs, if you're ever just like, well, I don't know what to play. Are your friends playing anything? Because you'll have way more fun if you're playing with your friends than you will if you just go off and have, you know, what, any new player experience or any revamps experience. Like if your friends are playing gear, Guild Wars, Brian, what should I play? Should I play 14 or, or New World? Oh, your friends are playing Guild Wars? Go play Guild Wars. Like you're going to have a better experience overall. I'll play with games that. I hate yeah. for, uh, for a chance to play games with my brothers. So I, yeah, wholeheartedly. Um, so now let's talk about this return to Eternum. Now, when I listen to coverage from people like you that have been covering the game consistently and constantly since before launch and have not really stopped covering it, I don't hear the word expansion, but when I hear people who are kind of in and out of the community who choose to still take an interest and cover it, I hear the word expansion. So what is there for existing players? Mm -hmm. What is there for these new players? Like what's going on with all this content drop? It sounds like at least like a laid a major patch. Yeah. So how we would phase it, we would think of this as kind of like, you know, patch 6.3 or something like that, where you get a significant amount of content with the exception that they did add a whole new zone. And so I cringe at the word expansion because I think it overcommits. But the same it's the same reason I cringed at the expansion term for Destiny. They would call their sure. DLC packs expansions. And I'm like, they don't feel like weighty enough. Like I could I can understand how people look at this and say, oh, it's an expansion. They've expanded the continent. They've you know, they've added a brand new weapon. And to Zoila talking about like, I want to know about the new player experience. Like, honestly, like I from what I've experienced it. It's rocking like it's it feels very, very good. It brings in the uh, like your protagonist right away. It starts delivering the narrative for you, setting up what is going on. So it actually answers a lot of questions that I kind of was still scratching my head on. And they deliver sure. these high quality cutscenes, both in game and hand drawn animation like it's Amazon. Like I'm like when, when you talk about like Amazon firing and really dedicated to this game. It makes them feel really dedicated to the game. And same thing even in the Brimstone. So essentially there's this weird mid-core gap from 26 to 60 that it's like, yeah, they're gonna get to that, but like, okay, what do you do? You kind of just kind of play it. But the nice thing is, is that as a level 60 player, I could still experience the new player experience. A brand new player, a returning player, they get to go and step through and kind of have a more guided experience uh, through the beginning of the game. But it's not just that. Uh, because everything obviously is also voice acted, which is like really like uh, like it helps immerse you into it right from the start. Uh, but it's the great uh, the great sword has been added to the game. That is a fun fun weapon uh, to play around with. Even if it's not going to end up being your main, I highly encourage people to check out uh, a handful of weapons. What they've also done is that they've scattered all the weapons along the new player experience, so you're not sitting here having to like, well, I really wanted to try out a spear. Well, it turns out as you play like, oh, there's, you know, the weapons are just on your path and you pick them up, you play with them and then you kind of decide what you want to like, maybe then continue to work on. Um, but then they also have added uh, the level 60s on Brimstone, which has its own story, its characters, voice acting, cutscenes, And it feels like they've really learned a lot of lessons over the past year in terms of delivering like, cause even if like once they finish off the mid tier, like I could, I would, this is, this is kind of how I feel about the game. Once they kind of finish off the mid tier, like I would say, oh, this is a great game. If you just want a single player RPG, you just can play through the sure. story and just put it down. Like it's, there's no subscription. Like if you play it at your own pace, it's got, a, it's got this story and it's got this world. And, and honestly, it's, 
I find it very interesting because it does weave in like history and, and, and all these different kind of experiences. So for example, you're, you're in King Arthur's court, uh, now as a part of the new player experience in um, in um, why, why am I drawing blank monarchs bluff. So it's like this big castle and things like that. So it's like, Oh, this is, this is something that's fascinating. Like these things are happening, these, you know? And so, uh, they also have talked about that they're putting in and working on the other zones and the other experiences so that these zones will have like a rich identity so that whenever you're in like a city, you're going to know where you are. So if you go to Oxborough, which is a part of Everfall now, like it visibly is like, it's, it looks crazy. And I actually have a, I went ahead and upgraded my house in Oxborough because it was great. Um, so yeah, it was, it was freaking cool. Okay. Um, yeah, on the on the new zone note, um, at the beginning of your point there, I will say adding a new zone to progress story or content is something that like Guild Wars does and that World of Warcraft does. So for Final Fantasy players, you don't get new zones without the launch of an expansion. But that is not uncommon in other MMOs to expand the places we can go um, to expand on the game's content. Uh, so I, I think from here, I would shift to like you just put out a video on like the uh, five or 10 things or whatever it was. I haven't watched it yet um, on why you're liking new world better than 14 yeah. um, to and, give and more specific of, and examples. And none of that's like is news to anybody who has been following the content. These are just you know, things that but, I enjoy, but to answer the question that a lot of people yeah. had, they're like, why it's like, well, this, these are the, my five, like the top five things, you know? And it's not that I don't, you know, I'm sitting here like 14 sucks. Like in the video, I'm like, no, go play 14 it's a good game like it's you know highly encouraged to if you have never played it but these are my five reasons that i look for and the new world has delivered for me based off of my history with final fantasy 11 like what i would ultimately say is like i don't know if new world's going to be appealing for the 14 wow crowd but for the final fantasy 11 14 crowd you might actually find a lot of really cool things to like about new world so as um, somebody hops back in or as uh, somebody tries the game for the first time, what are the things that you would recommend uh, they get started? Like, how do I, if I, if I hop on this new start server, I mean, they're going to be new, super knowledgeable people. So it's not a true fresh start server. You guys are bringing in all this knowledge. Yeah. So where is the game at now? Like before it was, it didn't seem to really matter what I did. Like everything kind of gave general experience um as they move towards streamlining it with story and stuff like is there a desired path for me to do yeah and that's what the new player experience ends up delivering it basically kind of really takes you through some of the zones they've added in a lot of new fast travel points as well so in terms of getting around the zone it's it really feels more akin to that msq delivery where you're not necessarily running from point a to point b it literally is like okay and then the ne this next part of the quest picks up here and then that way you always kind of feel like you're having that curated experience the beautiful thing is you don't have to like you are not story gated you know like as hard as you would be in something like Final Fantasy 14. So if you were like, oh, I'm having fun, but then you're like, I really would like to run over in that direction, you still can, and the game's not going to punish you for it. It's not going to sit here and say, no, 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 no. <laughs> like you got to do this before you can advance, etc. cetera. Um, but I think what you'll end up finding is that it's just a much more, I guess, streamlined and expected experience to what other MMOs you know, on the current um, market offer. So you're not sitting here trying to like relearn, like, how you should cool. play the game. So like, I still uh, classify new world as a sand park, MMORPG blending the theme box, uh, theme park and the sandbox, uh, you know, styles together. 
and uh, this is them leaning a little bit more into that theme park. And so my my only concern for New World's future is that they abandon the sand park and just embrace pure theme park. Um, and then, you know, and that would, I think, be personally where I think ultimately I would get frustrated in the long run because I do enjoy the freedom and the, and the player-driven, you know, kind of choice in the economy. I, I mean, this is everything that I kind of want to know is like a blitz through all of this. Um, as somebody that like was looking to add another MMO to my life next year, um, I had a couple in the running. New World was not one of them, not through anything they were doing wrong, but just through where what I wanted to get out of the game and, and trying to pick the right game for me. And, you know, as I felt you spending more and more time in New World and I knew that you were kind of headed towards the decisions you've, you've made, um, that's how it became the fourth game. People have asked me like, hey, how, how did you decide that was the, the next game that you're going to cover uh, on stream and stuff? And it's like, because you and I have said over the years, time and time and time again, if you can, Play where your friends are. Play where your friends are. The mm. different what, Xbox or PlayStation. Which one should I buy? Do your friends have one of them? Yeah, they all have Xboxes. That's where you should be. Like hands down. Um, if you have the opportunity to play games with friends, that is just in in our opinion always going to be a better experience than isolating yourself for better graphics or a slightly better fit. It's always play where your friends are. Play where your friends are. Um, and so you know, fourteen will still remain my primary game, but I wanted to spend more time with it. Uh, and this event seems to be centered on like getting the joy out, showing people who have been at least covering the game, if not direct playing the game regularly. So I appreciate that I'm invited. I, the, the reason just to kind of clarify, um, I know people will, will, I know people that are friends, friends with uh, the channel will, will poke fun at me like sell out uh, is that like ultimately the reason I'm invited is because they wanted to invite Brian and you guys have all recently learned that Brian is kind of realigning the priorities in his life. And so they said, hey, will you come be a part of this event? And he goes, I will. But the hours that I can be a part of this thing that you're clearly trying to make a big marketing push are going to be limited. And so I run a Twitch channel with a friend. Can he come too? Yeah. Uh, and so that's why I'm going. Uh, and so I, I'm really excited about it. It's a neat thing to get to be a part of. Um, you you then called me and were like, so I kind of obligated you to a thing is that okay and i was like i'm on board uh, <laughs> to be clear and i was like, like oh, good. i, I said like, i said oh, let I... me check with chris like i wasn't i did not commit until i was like i gotta Everybody talk to chris them. first me, he's like hey we're signed up for this well i was like dude okay? we need like, <laughs> I was like, like yeah 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 please say yes i'm serious like, please uh, say yes. yeah 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 i'm in now what did i agree to um yeah. <laughs> so uh i'm really excited to get in there and uh see a feel for it clearly they've made a big push out of this which tells me they think it's ready for that second try. Um, the first try, it is what it is. You got to hit publish eventually. Mm -hmm. um, and the game is ready or it isn't. There's nothing you can do about that because you can't just not ever publish. There are games that try. Don't do that. So hitting publish is is step one. You only get to re-invite everybody like one time. And so these big marketing pushes, um, if these land flat, you don't always get a third try with some people. So there's right. just too many well, you, good you, games you also out don't there. Get there's a, too many. Yeah, you also don't get a second chance with some people. Well, I mean, and then that. So kind of though, like push. to kind of like even backtrack on what I just said. Like there are people who are trying out Endwalker, having been burned by 1.0, and they sure. it just sometimes it, for some people it just takes a longer, longer time to sit here and say, okay, like I'll check it out now. You know, or okay, cool. Like I've heard. I keep hearing good things, right? And so as long as they keep doing good things, the community will keep sharing good things. And whether somebody wants to come check it out, dip in and dip out, like, you know, for as much as old school MMO players like myself kind of groan at the idea that MMOs have become seasonal content. 
you know, we see this seasonally within 14. We see this seasonally within Destiny. We see this seasonally within WoW. We see this seasonally in ESO. We see, like, it's like every MMO for the vast majority of numbers is seasonal. Sure. And then there's ends up being kind of a hardcore base. Tommy points this and says, wow, new or last three months been on the rise. August, 24%, September, 50%, last 30 days, 30%. Um, New World has an operating uh, monthly yep. active user base of half a million to 750,000 active players. But those numbers will go down. And then if they make more content, those numbers will go up. And then those numbers yep. will go down. Like a lot of people put in and use those numbers as a replacement for trust. And the, and the question is, is that will AGS continue to develop the game? And right now, everything that they say, uh, people are either going to trust them or not. And the reason that a lot of them are discounting them is because they don't have a history with gaming and then other companies have done poor things. EA is an example. So a lot of people put that like on the same pedestal. I think usually they do that at, at a risk of being correct. And I think a lot of people misjudged when Amazon says they're going to do something, what they mean by that. Now we'll have to see, I can't see 10 years in the future, but I know that at least it looks like for year two, new world is looking like in a pretty solid uh, state. I hope they continue to do it. I really cool. like the game. And so I'm, I'm going to continue to play it because I've been having a, a heck of a good time this last year, but yeah, I wouldn't well, put too much uh, preference on the numbers. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I'm looking forward to playing it with you guys. We're going to be doing that event. It is the second through the 18th. It's not going to be the only thing. Um, I've still got a lot of plans for 14. We're going into like heaven's word story uh, for class quest and then doing triple uh, warring triad Amdapur stuff, uh, Alexander, and the uh, Boydark Raid series are all going to be uh, in the same week in, in November. So there's going to be a big week for my first lore there. Uh, and then I'm loving Dragonflight. Like, and, and that's a whole thing that I'm sure already makes you go, huh? What? And so like, that's that's another conversation. Um, I'm really impressed with what I went hands-on with last night. I'm really impressed. Like, legitimately was excited. Um, so, but we're going to make some time for New World. Uh, and that's going to be around and I'm, I'm super pumped. It's $40 and I think is what it is. And you and yeah. I talk about a dollar per hour of joy. And I just pulled up steam and I have played new world 39.4 hours. So I appreciate them letting me come back and grab my last 40 minutes so I can <laughs> finally be on top with this game. Yes. Uh, I'm in the black. I'm in the black, so, baby. Um, Everything I've enjoyed all my time. gravy. <laughs> I enjoyed my time. Uh, the question is, did I? And I go. I wonder if I've gotten my value because I've enjoyed all my time in the game. Um, pretty close to a hundred percent of my time in game. So basically, what are my hours played? And man, I almost lost money on this one. Uh, almost, so almost. I'll be back for at least forty minutes. Uh, starting on this second. I love it. I can't wait. So uh, back to Zoila's comment. Like one of the things I'm excited to hear from is what is Chris's perspective of the new player experience sure. now that he gets to go hands-on with it like played at the launch to guild wars and final plays, fantasy yeah guild wars and final fantasy how is and wow like wow had to redo wow. theirs right so it's yep. like yep. yep what what level of effort and then you know and then what level of, and then and just kind of also looking at that delta so keep it locked also like zoe led to kind of see what chris thinks about it because he will be a better judge i enjoyed my initial experience and i continue to play Chris dipped out, which not no judgment like that. Like people, it's your time. It's your life. Spend it the way you I want. I never disliked it. I just liked right. other games more. Right. Exactly. So it's going to so be, it was never a game that I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. So keep it locked to kind of Chris's expectations to see how he feels coming out of this event. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious as your initial take. And then obviously if we're doing a lot of playing with this event, there's the chance of like, wow, I'm winded. I need a day. <laughs> like, whoa, that was crazy. You know, like, so that that's probably going to be a factor too. Now, uh, Chris, uh, we are going to next talk about uh, selling what? 
Uh, for what? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, we kind of teased it at the start of the show. Apparently, uh, the Final Fantasy XIV community is uh, is upset uh, by uh, this uh, this selling of stuff. And, uh, and you've gone over it. You were upset. I'm going to find out what's going on. And we'll see if I am also upset by this. If I align with the rest of the 14 community on it. And so, uh, step one. Changes to Final Fantasy XIV online store gifting feature. Um, the process of gifting optional items for Final Fantasy XIV online has been updated as of Tuesday, October 25th. It's been on like a brief pause, which I didn't know when I first covered this. If you see my reaction, I was very upset at the way this plays out. This change was implemented as a countermeasure against fraudulent purchase using previous version of the gifting feature. And as we confirmed instances of the gift codes, being purchased for the purpose of resale as well as real life criminal activity where purchases mm. were potentially used meeting, uh, making stolen credit card information. I don't doubt that happens. That is a very common thing. If you ever wonder how these companies get all these codes, how do they get them cheaper than the, than the Deb seller? Uh, they don't. They're just not spending their money. So with the new gifting feature, certain items may be purchased as a gift for your friends on your friends list automatically delivered to them via mm. the Moogle delivery service on your behalf. That sounds fine. Yeah. We anticipate that this, with, even with this update, third parties will continue to attempt to sell their fraudulently obtained items at lower prices by temporarily registering the buyer on their friends list. However, the new gift service tracks the individual who purchased the item as well as who is gifted to. Should we determine a purchase to be fraudulent, the gift may be deleted, even if it has already been delivered via the Moogle delivery service. As a reminder, should you accept a gift purchase via fraudulent means, the items may be deleted and your account may be subject to penalties for taking part in RMT. Items that can only be used once per character have been excluded from the gifting feature to avoid the possibility of the recipient having already used this item before. Please refer to the gifts for friends guidelines before purchasing items as a gift and this is where i lost it we appreciate your understanding and cooperation as we continue to implement countermeasures against fraudulent activity okay so how how is that a bad thing you can no longer gift emotes you can no longer gift an enormous number of mounts you can no longer gift okay. outfits you can no longer if if it is does not say it can be gifted it cannot be gifted and so, if you hop over to the Mog Station, okay. there's a new mount. Um, I don't want to log in. We're good. Do I have to log in? I don't want to log oh, in. Oh, it wants me to log in too. Let me just log I in. I want to log in. I'll log in. One second. Not logging on the recording. <laughs> and All right. log in and then put my one time password in. So, if in. you hop over to the Mog Station I'm um, and you navigate to uh, the clown's attire, which is last year's cosmetic. Um, now available for $5. So Mog Station, Final Fantasy 14. Uh, and you go to, where's all their stuff? Uh, where do you just buy all the stuff? Uh, Mog Station. Item codes, game services, optional online store. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. okay so, so clown attire, right? Top row. Now you can buy for a friend. This I wasn't I wasn't mad at this part. I wasn't mad. However, um, hop over to like the lotus flower to the left of it, for example. Okay. Twenty four bucks. Not doesn't for... say cannot be bought for a friend. So if you did not see this lodestone purchase, you might buy it thinking I'll just give the code to a friend. So it does not denote that, and that now cannot be a gift. Any community event, 
that you run and you want to give something away, anytime a friend joins and you want to give something because of this fraudulent stuff. So like, I'm not saying that's not happening because of this stuff. There is just an enormous portion of the store that just is no longer giftable. Like it's, it's, Right. Just we, the fact that we gave any... away we gave away the uh, lunar mounts as a part of the celebration for Endwalker. I didn't check the lunar mounts. I don't know if those are included, but like that's just for eight characters. Lunar mount, not giftable. You right. can no longer give those away. That yeah. sucks. So, but what's the solution then? Like, if we're gonna sit here and say that it sucks, like they're obviously fighting off, you know like bad actors and activity, right? Like, I mean, outside of like the, the, the use case that we're, that we're going with, like, how is this, like, what's the, what's the proper solution in this regard? So I, I think moving it to friends list only is also weird um, because friends list only means like, that means that's a stupid solution because you're piggybacking off of a solution where already friends lists are capped and blacklists are capped. And now what I have to go create a character on a different server. If I want to give something to a friend um, or if a creator wants to run a giveaway, you have to like hop over. So that's already a little bit awkward, but why is that not enough? Well, what tells me, what this tells me is that it tells me they've already upgraded the back end for the friend system because this wasn't something that was even possible to do. I think probably down the road, like earlier on. And so Yoshi pieces are working on, on that aspect. And like, I, here's the solution that I would say is that if they've done that and they have tracking and they can see your friends list, like, sure. You can't give to somebody who's not on your friends list for two weeks. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. Like, yeah. It, and all that does is it just kind of slows down that activity to a degree where like it, it becomes like a path of least resistance. Like, get it today or steal it, you know, you do go about it, but it's still going to take you, you know, two weeks or whatever periods of time to actually get into it. And then they, then in that mind that like, it would be like, well, is it really worth $32 or $36? If I have to wait uh, four weeks to go ahead and get it, let me just pay the 42 or et cetera. And then if we're already friends on the list, then it's like, oh yeah, boom, you know, not a problem. Right. Cause we're, we've already been friends for this long time. Um, that would, that would be something where, I would say that would be really great. I I just, I mean, they're going to lose money on this, which tells me that through back charges or something, they were, they thought they were going to lose more money the alternative way. And so like, I think this is a, a loss to the community as a whole. And people are like outside of creator giveaways, but like there are also all sorts of like charity events that are giving away emotes and stuff. Now that's now not a thing. Um, because a lot of these, a lot of these little, a lot of these things, like these different emotes, like deride, uh, these little cheap $7 emotes, these are gone. Um, so, you know, the play dead emote, incredibly popular. That's, that's gone from events like that. And so there can't be some extra life campaign that at this threshold, we're going to give away this, these emotes because those are gone. Um, and so, like, I understand that they're doing it because of bot and illicit behavior. They're doing it because of RMT. They're doing it because it's costing them money and because it it fosters very negative experiences around the game, in addition to being illegal, in addition to costing them money. I understand all that. But I can still be upset that because some people had to be dicks, 
that the rest of us now have to live in a world that's just a little bit worse. Mm. Oh it's yeah. Incredibly it's, frustrating when somebody yeah. does something stupid and all of our lives Everybody have to else get suffers, worse right? to account for them. Yeah. You get uh you get like 1% bad actors that why, this, why can't we have nice things? Oh, because that, that's always something that always frustrates me is that because the somebody will have PVP in the trial. Right. Oh yeah. PVP because in the free trial was taken out for an exact letter like this. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then they said, maybe we'll add it back later. It never came back. Never came back. Man, I'd love to see it come back. Um, I, I I get where you're frustrated, especially on this. And I get where Yoshi P and the team are going in terms of a countermeasure. Because clearly, like, I don't know if that's still up. Or was that the Mog Station? Okay, so I, I, I moved the article. So bummer. Sorry, guys. Um, I, have another, I have another article after this. Actually, I think. Okay, yeah, pull up the, the other article so we can... We can click on that. Drop that link into Twitch, and I'll just pull it up. You are the best. Yay. Strengthening the enforcement against real money. Okay, can I can I say something real quick on this? I was talking with Furrycon about this today. Why are anybody using RMT in Final Fantasy fourteen? I have yet to fathom it, and if anybody can legit, like, outside of just, like, trying to short... Like, I, oh, I just want to get the money. This would have been a chance to, like, buy a mount at half off, right? Because they bought it with a stolen credit card info, so they don't give yeah. a crap. Right. So, like, they, this is... And when you wonder why some of these emote codes are really... Uh, or some of these things are expensive now. Like, those codes now are are in a weird spot where um, any codes that were printed before the shop went offline at the end of last month, they said, oh, we're making some changes. Um, but any, any codes before that, those will still work. And that was something like I immediately was like, well, what about people that were, but like, if you, if you committed, like if a community committed to giving a giveaway and they've not already acquired those codes, they're limited now. Um, so like why RMT exists is because it's a shorter path to your objective. Um, so like if you're buying a gilded mount or if you're power leveling your crafters, something like that, um, right. You're going to go power level your sky, your sky steel tools that can all be done with guilt. Like that's why it exists. I don't personally find that a good enough reason to, to involve myself in it. But like you and I don't even buy things off the Mog station really. So like, we're not the premier, you know, if we're, if we're getting something, it's because it's part of something like FanFest or something that has a more intrinsic value. And the extrinsic is just something like, Oh, neat. Um, like we're giving away rewards on the 30th. We're giving away an Alpha No doll an Alice Day and an Otter Otter lamp. Um, and those are physical merch. And like, I would love to get something like that. And like you and I have our moons from the media tour and, and I love it. Yeah, this yeah. is on behind you. That little, that little orb see, over yeah, there right. is a spinning Endwalker moon. Um, and that's really cool. So like it's, but RMT and my, is and a my way salt of like and doing and Highland shakers. <laughs> and the choke and the fat choke of alarm clock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's, yeah. that's not the alarm clock. The alarm clock oh. is, you can't see it. That's another fat chocobo. And then oh. I got the, the lore book uh, behind. They can't see it on, on camera. Yeah, the fat chocobo's uh, alarm clock is right there. So, and imagine that the game benefits from bringing in money. So, imagine that we do something like, I don't know, get the EU data center because the MOG station is successful. Now the game has to make less money because some people couldn't do it without costing Square Enix money. So, now we all get hurt a little bit. So, how do they make up for that income loss that they've been experiencing? Like, I just, I just don't see how anybody who's just been playing the game legitimately, minding their own freaking business, doesn't come out a little bit behind in the long term because of this small percentage of people. Mm-hmm. 
It's a, it's a bummer. It's uh it's the human nature of the of the multiplayer game, and that's where, like, when I say when I talk about like the the disadvantages of the uh, a player driven economy is that you have to have a, a much tougher enforcement policy, and also being on top of that because you know gamers will optimize the fun out of everything, and gamers are going to play like you said, like in a player driven economy, that becomes your your end game. Like you're just like, how can I make as much money as absolutely possible you're tracking spreadsheets and all these things some people enjoy that and then essentially there'll be always people willing to cheat the system and we already see that even outside of rmt i mean rmt actually qualifies to people buying raid clears and ultimate clears all of these things that people seem to kind of like like prop up like there is a vast majority of people who have those rewards who completely just bought and paid for those rewards which is always going to be unfortunate when it comes down to spending real money and short-circuiting the system. Um, so when they say here they're talking about increasing their efforts, like one of the things 14 has always done, and I've actually advocated for this even in New World, is that releasing a report as to what's happened. You know, like that's what 14 at least does on a month. Because like whenever people would say, oh, they don't, 14 doesn't handle its bots. 14 doesn't handle its gold sellers. Like, Honestly, the best thing that happened to 14 in its history was literally Yoshi P coming to the NA data center and getting spammed by like bots trying to sell him gold. And he's like, oh, this is a problem. Like, yes, it's been a problem. Give us the ability to right click report because that's going to make it easy. People are like having to go out of their way to report it in the other ways. But um, yeah, we know that it's negative impact reporting RMT activity system menus. Like again, they if where they have report gold selling, like they should have an easy right click report suspected or something like that. I guess making it too easy makes it easy for people to try and, you know, uh, mass ban report, et cetera, where it's like, you there, can't, you can't, I don't know if you had a chance to skim this as you're looking at it, but they did increase the number of, they increased it more than just reminding people to report. But if you scroll up, um, they actually also, uh, are increasing their, uh, the size of their team to, to handle this. Okay. Um, so they are, they are, are moving into, they are dedicating resources. People get mad about like, oh, they, they added blue mage instead of more of the raids that I like or, or whatever. That's adding something to the player base. And just because it's not your portion of the player base, um, I'm still a real, I'm, I'm a champion for the game getting bigger and the game getting better. They are spending more money having to police this because this group of people is ruining it. Yeah. This is costing real money. Like when you talk about spare well, no expense, right? But yeah, it's costing real money. But also, in terms of the scale, like isn't that also just because nature, by the nature of the game's success and its I don't growth, have to champion? I don't have to be happy about it. I, I don't have. To, I'm not trying to get anybody to be happy about it. Just in terms of like, okay, a port like like the question I would have that we will never have insight to this is that did the budget percentage that was already like it, let's say they were spending 5% of the, of the budget or probably less in this regards on it. And then they kept it at that per, like, oh, okay. And as they made more money and it went up and up and up, they never actually then th that percentage actually sure. got less and less. And is this That's them fair. just saying like, oh, well, we originally budgeted this percentage. Okay. Let's, oh, it turns out we're now bringing in this. We're, we just need to staff up the team and, 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 and get that activity going. We'll never know, but I'm happy they're RMT hunting. Like at the end of the day, yes, be in charge of that because the other, the risk is, is you don't enforce it. And then just like with the add-on gate that we had this spring, it just becomes something where it's like, oh yeah, you, you want that golden gilded mount? It's best 20 bucks. Just go talk to this guy. You know, it's like, 
you don't want that aspect either because then that essentially kind of like you want to have people to have that ability that whatever their whatever their goals are in game that they can have an option to strive for it and and achieve it and then essentially then you feel good then you feel good about it but if it's like oh i went and you know did a couple of uh, extra you know uh, moonlighting jobs and then i just bought it you know like it never feels good i know wow i see people's in chat saying wow i've been doing this for years um, I think that's one reason why we haven't seen any kind of like gold for gill for uh, game time transaction system that Yoshi P said. Yeah, we'll watch what Wild does. Is that not how Asmongold got his ban? Is that he got accused of RMT? Asmund in, in his WoW? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I thought that was the reason. Can somebody tell me if that was the reason? I thought that was the reason, is that he got accused of RMT. Oh, so, yeah, like, but that's the thing. procedures right. doesn't mean. He wasn't doing RMT. Yeah. He just got accused of RMT and off he went, right? Like he wasn't buying or selling gold for money and he wasn't. Well, it gets weird when content creation because it's like you could, you know, like people are he read, watching and he read it. the, oh, he read it on stream and then somebody. Re... I just accusing. knew the whole situation was Thomas dumb. Says accusing quit it. That's something we need to like, I don't know. I don't know enough to speak on that now so, the so new I, world situation I just, has rmt like there's all there's going to be an rmt in every game there's going to be bots in every game what i what new world needs to do is literally do what 14 does and actually put out like a monthly report saying hey these are the account like we've banned this number of accounts because right now people feel like if you report something and nothing happens imagine reporting somebody spamming you guild chat and you're reporting and reporting them and for months they're not like nothing that you always see them you're, you're not going to feel like your report does anything, but 14 at least delivers that. Hey, we've, we've cleared this, but um, that's going to have to wrap it up for uh, today's show. Cause I got to get to work. Chris is over on Twitch right now, guys. If you want to continue this conversation with him, go over there, hang out and we'll have a good one, but that's going to wrap us up for our, our discussion today. Thanks Chris for joining in. Thanks for educating me. I want to talk more later about the $3,000 Mount perspective. That was kind of the beginning of this, but Guys, thanks so much for being here. Hopefully we'll see you next time. Until then, take care.